I am so excited for the NHL playoffs to start. I cannot contain myself for the next few days. I'm, I'm sorry, but from now until Wednesday, I'm going to be a fireball of just craziness. Good afternoon and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago. Coming up on the show today, of course, we have to talk about all the sports that aren't hockey, but, you know, they're just there. I guess we'll preview the NBA playoffs and We'll talk all about the NCAA matchup and maybe some baseball, but hockey! We have a special guest on the show today. Joining us is NHL expert Brendan O'Keefe, who's going to uh, give us his thoughts on the NHL playoffs. We'll toss a little bit back and forth. So stick with us, friends, because sports, sports, sports starts now. And welcome, welcome to the Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast with me, your host, Nick Drago. For those of you that are new to the program, our goal here is to provide you with all the sports news, information, and fun stuff uh, that has occurred during the previous week and give you a little bit of insight on what's going to happen in the week ahead. And boy, is there a lot that's going to happen in the week ahead. Now, if you like what you hear on the show, subscribe to us. You could find us anywhere, Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, and Google. Wait, no, Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, and I always forget one. Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, and YouTube, which is most likely where you're watching us right now. Adoy. Uh, Facebook, SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube. Type in Sports Sports Worth with Nick Drago um, or at Sports3XPodcast. If you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button. Please tell others about our show. Speaking of telling others about our show, we hit 208 viewers on last week's episode. And I just want to say thank you for so many people who uh, tuned in and enjoyed listening to the beautiful sound of my voice. Now, let's get into some stuff. NCAA basketball. First off, for the women... Congratulations to Baylor on winning the uh, women's bracket today. They truly deserved it, beating out Notre Dame. For the men, we still have one more game to go. TCU, they're at number three versus number one, Virginia. Now, is it a surprise that Virginia has made it this far? Yes and no. They are one of the best teams in the country. People have been gabbing about them for weeks. But their history in the in the tournament doesn't always go their way. So, uh, <laughs> I, sometimes it's, I, yeah. Okay. Not much of a surprise. TCU never would have thought they'd made it this far. Yeah. They got to the elite eight. Yes. Last year. Yes. This is probably the best. This is, is the best season in their history, but, uh, here we are two defensive minded teams in the final game. That's right. Both TCU and Virginia, it's not about shooting them buckets. It's about stopping the other team. Virginia barely won their matchup against Auburn, 63-62. to And realistically, that only would have happened, realistically, without that, that disgustingly bad foul call at the end of the game. Might have been a different score. 
I don't know. Either way, you got two teams that score so infrequently that the over-under for this game is the lowest it's been in 20 years. Virginia is favorited by one point. That's it. So, for you gamblers out there, good luck. All right, moving into the NBA. A couple of great games this weekend and some, yeah, yeah, okay, those are some good games. Uh, the Nets, they beat the Bucks 133-128, to keeping the playoff hopes alive for the Nets. Maybe they get out of the first round. D'Angelo Russell, 25 points, 10 assists. That, my friends, that's a double-double. Uh, the other game on Sunday doesn't seem to be working for me right now, so it was unimportant, clearly. All right, Dallas, they beat the Memphis Grizzlies 129-127. Uh, Salah Madri, he scored 19 points, including the tying basket in regulation. Yep, those two teams went into overtime. Suns and Rockets with the Rockets crushing Phoenix 149-113. Rockets set an NBA record with 27 threes in this game. James Harden, he scored 30 points in just three quarters uh the bucks they get a win over atlanta 115 to 107 uh let's see boston they are currently losing to orlando remember orlando's really fighting for a top playoff spot right now uh orlando's currently ahead the five minutes ago but it's 99 95 it could go either way in this game knicks they are losing to the washington wizards but only by only by two, so that's another one that's closer than we would have anticipated. Toronto, they got the win over Miami. Heat really needed to win this one, and they didn't. Cy Cam, he had 23 points, 10 rebounds. Kawhi Leonard with 22 for the Rap Attack. Ooh, I like that name. We're gonna, we're, we might use that again. All right, San Antonio, 112 over 90. Aldrich, he had a double-double. Um... The OKC Thunder actually got a win. They beat Minnesota. Sorry, I have the hiccups. 132 to 126. Russell Westbrook, he had a triple-double, 27 points, 10 rebounds, 15 assists for OKC. Charlotte, they got the win over Detroit, 104 to 91. Kemba Walker, he had 20 of his 31 points in the first half. Nets versus the Pacers. Nets came away with another win here, 108 to 96, and that was the one that officially clinched a playoff spot for them. Uh, other games going on right now. Golden State, they're currently beating the Clippers. Oh, nope, it's tied, 49-49, to 49, with uh, about three and three quarters to go in the second. Portland is currently beating Denver, not by much, 24-21, to 21, with, a few minute, with a minute left in the first. Uh, the Kings are beating New Orleans 39 to 28. The first period, first quarter uh, coming to an end there. Jazz and Lakers have a late one tonight. I won't have the score with you for you. And uh, yeah, so let's let's take a look at them standings. And as you can see here by the standings, of course, the Bucks in the East, they are on top with 59 wins. You have the Raptors, not far behind them, Sixers, Celtics. Pacers, and the Nets, right? That's probably not going to change much. The Magic, if you recall last week, Magic were not in this thing at all. They've won two. They've launched themselves up there. 
Pistons have lost four straight. That's hurting them. So they're stuck in eighth place now. Hornets and Heat, either one of them could push themselves into the playoffs, but uh, we still got uh, still got a couple games left, so we do not know for sure. Uh, and then all those other teams, Wizards, Hawks, Bulls, Cleveland, and the New York Knicks are all eliminated. Uh, moving on to the West now. Uh, obviously, Golden State remains in the top spot behind the Nuggets. Rockets are up there. They've won five straight. The Trailblazers, they're in there as well, playing strong right now, 8-2 and two in their last 10. The Jazz are 9-1. and one. They've won seven straight games. They're at number five. The Clippers at six. Thunder at seven, Spurs at eight, and uh, realistically, not much is going to change here behind, besides the the Clippers, Thunders, and Spurs, Thunders, <laughs> plural. They, they can, they'll probably mix and match and move around a little bit, but uh, the rest of these teams, I, I really don't see changing at all. Maybe the Jazz could get home field advantage here, or home court, sorry. And of course, the eliminated teams, Kings, Timberwolves, Lakers, <laughs> Grizzlies, Pelicans, Mavericks, and the Suns. And, of course, here we have some of the playoff matchups. Uh, starting in the East, the Bucks, they would be taking on Detroit. And, honestly, Milwaukee's destroyed Detroit all year. They have a losing record. They really don't have much of a shot here. So I'm going with the Bucks to, uh, to absolutely murder them. Um, Toronto and Orlando. Now, this is a closer game than you might think. Orlando beat them as recently... Oh, sorry. Hiccup. As recently as February 24th. Um, again, Toronto's the better team here, so I maybe this thing's going to go to 6 or 7, but I still see Toronto coming out on top. And uh, moving on in the east, we have the 76ers. They'll be taking on Brooklyn. Uh, this is another one that the series here is tied, but Philly Philly uh, won their most recent matchup. Those two losses uh, to Brooklyn were earlier on in the year when the 76ers, A, didn't have uh, some of the, the players they had now, and, and B, they were a much weaker team at that point. Um, 123 to 110 in their most recent matchup, March 28th. I'm expecting more of that in the first round. Sixers probably going to destroy Brooklyn, but good on them for making the playoffs. And then they have the uh, the Celtics beating the Pacers, uh, playing the Pacers. Sorry. Listen, Boston's a good team. They have great players, uh, but so are the Pacers. Uh, the most recent win coming for Indiana against Boston was November 3rd. Since then, Boston's won all three matchups including a 117 to 97 win on April 5th. I'm going with Boston here to get past the Pacers in that first round. Moving into the West, 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 West. Golden State, the Warriors versus San Antonio. Believe it or not, the Spurs have the upper hand in the season series. March 18th, their most recent matchup, San Antonio beat them 111 to 105. Spurs won two out of their three games. Does that mean I'm picking the Spurs to beat the Golden State Warriors? Absolutely not. Warriors are going to win this one because, let's face it, it's the Golden State Warriors. They're definitely going to get past San Antonio. Um, a weaker team this year for sure, but very much, very much the top contender. Nuggets and Thunder. Oh, my goodness. Oklahoma, they just, I don't even know what to say about this team. Very disappointed. 
in their play the last few weeks. Uh, I'm absolutely going to pick Denver. Denver swept them all season. Uh, I think Denver's a shaky team, but the way Oklahoma's playing, Denver's got this one in the bag. Uh, Houston will take on LA. Clippers, believe it or not, have the series lead here, but those two wins by the Clippers were back in October, the 21st and the 26th. April 3rd, the the Clippers were absolutely destroyed by the Rockets, 135-103. to I like the Rockets. They're a tough team for anybody to face. I mean, Harden in himself is just an absolute points monster out there. Houston's definitely going to get past L.A. And then the last one, the Trail Blazers and the Utah Jazz. This is the one matchup I'm saying, like, this, this has got to go to seven. Not just because of the regular series season's tied. These are two very similar teams. Portland's hurting without McCallum. Utah has been on a massive tear lately. And honestly, I think Utah's going to carry that into the playoffs. I see them beating Portland um, in in probably six or seven games. It's going to be a tough matchup, but I can see Utah getting ahead of the Trailblazers. And some big news coming out of the NBA now. Kevin Durant. Where the heck is this guy going to go? Last summer we had the LeBron watch. Where's LeBron going to go? Oh, he made a terrible choice. Well, this summer we're going to have the Kevin Durant watch. Although, reports are already saying, A, he's ready to leave Golden State. And B, he has his mind set on where he wants to play. Cough, cough, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, New York. New York, maybe, we'll be seeing him in the orange and blue next season. Oh, and speaking of New York, uh, the Rockets, <laughs> Rockets and the Knicks had a game this weekend. And, um, wow, yeah. So, during the fourth quarter, most of the vets on the Rockets basically said, we're good and walk themselves into the locker room uh, with still time left on the clock. David Fitzdale didn't seem to care. Bon Schumper, he stayed out there, former Nick, at least giving respect to his last team. And Lance Thomas, that dude's not happy about it. Fitzdale doesn't even seem to care. Who gives a patootie? Why? Because they're setting up for a top draft pick and they're hoping to get some free agents. The season doesn't matter. We knew that from the start. Stop trying to make news out of not news. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back from that commercial break, we still got to talk baseball and we still got to talk hockey. Brendan O'Keefe joining us on the show today to talk NHL playoffs. So grab some popcorn, nice snack, maybe a little cuddle buddy, and stick with us because sports, sports, sports. We will be right back, friend. Hello friends, I'm Nick Drago with the Sports 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 Podcast. Do you have an amazing product you're trying to sell? Well, let me tell you exactly where to shove it. Up your butt! I'm just kidding. No, what you should really be doing is trying to peddle it on my podcast. That's right, we're offering free ad space for anybody interested in selling their amazingly amazing products. All you have to do 
is email me, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com, so we can figure out exactly how to get your message out there and on the air. So once again, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Shoot me an email, and I'll be waiting patiently by my computer. All right, ladies and gentlemen, like I've been I've been going on about hockey. I can't wait till the last block to do this. So we're going to talk hockey right now. We'll get to baseball. We will get to the baseball. But, man, we got to go into the NHL. So final standings have come out. Let's take a peek at those standings. Just a quick look at the matchups here for the playoffs, for the NHL playoffs. Uh, Tampa Bay will play Columbus. In the first matchup, now remember, uh, there's three teams from the Atlantic, three teams from the the Metro, three from the Pacific, and three from the um, from the Central Conference. There's wild card teams, so even though Columbus plays in the Metro, they're a wild card team, so they're just kind of thrown in against the top team, which is unfortunate. So they'll end up playing Tampa Bay, Boston, and Toronto. They'll play each other. Washington and Carolina will will match up. And then you have Pittsburgh and New York, the Islanders. In the West, the matchups include Calgary and Colorado, San Jose and Vegas, Nashville and Dallas, and Winnipeg playing St. Louis. And with that, I, I am happy to introduce Brendan O'Keefe joining us on the show today. Now we filmed this a few days ago, so it's not exactly up to date. There was still one, one or two games left uh, per team, but uh, enjoy uh, his take and my take on how these wonderful playoffs are going to go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and joining me on the show is Brendan O'Keefe. As you can tell, he's a huge Toronto Maple Leafs fan. And uh, <laughs> what's going on, man? Oh, I was hanging out, ready for some playoff hockey. It's the best time of year, you know. That's right. That's so. Right. I know. Uh, I'll be clearing my schedule for the next couple of weeks. Like when the Penguins are on, it's basically like, yeah, just don't, don't call me. Don't, yeah, don't even me. try. Don't try reaching me. Yep. I'm not leaving my house. I'm going to sit in my, yep. my briefs and, and watch the game and maybe have a few beers. I like it. Yep. You got to get all your superstitious stuff out of the way. You know, you got to get your setup. You got to do your, your rituals and your <laughs> traditions. Cause that, that obviously helps the team win. Oh, everything you do outside of the realm of the game helps the team push forward. Absolutely. <laughs> if I don't eat steak, if I don't eat steak on the games the Penguins play, then I'm screwed. Yep. Or they're screwed. I got. Really. Yep. If I don't, if I don't stand for the uh, national anthem and crack my can <laughs> or my bottle of Miller Lite as soon as the first puck drops like that, that's a guaranteed L. So I got to do both those things. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. All right. So we got how many teams? There's there's uh, four, eight, sixteen teams going in. Only one team yep. comes out on top. We're Absolutely. Just, we're just going to run through the whole thing here. So Let's do it. We'll start in the Atlantic because I know that's where your expertise is. So the hardest, hardest, uh, it's the hardest division. Really? Yeah, it is. I didn't find this so. one so hard, but you, you go ahead and explain for me. So just the uh, just the, the caliber of, of teams playing. I mean, any, everything, everything Western Conference is just like – what they got one one team that broke a hundred points this season? Yeah, 
So maybe two. I mean, look at – we got half the teams just about in the Atlantic Division that broke 100 points. I mean, Tampa Bay Lightning, they put their foot on the gas from the opening day, and they never let up. I mean, the Bruins have been some solid contenders. We started out kind of rough, but, I mean, well, we had a 19-game point streak there in February. I mean, Toronto Maple Leafs, they started out strong. They wavered a little bit, but now they came back, and they're going to they're gonna have over 100 points. I mean, look at the Capitals. I mean, you know, the defending Stanley Cup champions, they've had a wonderful, wonderful season this year. You know, so, I mean, we got some high caliber, we got some high caliber people that we're going up against. That's fair. I, I think Tampa Bay is especially scary looking. I mean, obviously Nikita Kucherov has, has what, 125, 26 points now. Yeah. But uh, they're yeah. one of only two other teams to break 60, to win 60 games in a season, right? You had the 77 Canadians and you had yep. the 96 Red Wings. Both, by the way, Sorry. were coached by Scotty Bowman, which I thought was a nice little thing. I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. of those two, only the Canadians won the cup. So it doesn't guarantee that Tampa Bay is going to win this whole thing. So yeah, what was that's the uh, the the way it goes is usually the the best team in the league during the regular seasons generally doesn't win the cup. So yeah, I, I was think, trying to think about that. I didn't look it up myself, but when was the last time the President's Trophy team won the Stanley Cup? That's a good question. I don't know that, but We're, I was listening to commentary the other night. And that's what they said. They said usually the team with the best record and the most points generally doesn't win. They have won in the past, but right. it's not it's not a guaranteed thing. So, um, and I think that that's going to be the challenge is who can beat the the Tampa Bay Lightning in the playoffs. So that's going to be <laughs> so only eight teams have done it. That's yeah. not a lot. Oh, it's eight that's teams, not a lot. Eight teams since nineteen eighty five. Right, mm-hmm. you had the '87 Oilers, the '89 yep. Flames, the '94 mm-hmm. Rangers, the '99 Stars, 2001 Avalanche, the 2002 Red Wings, 2008 Red Wings, and the 2013 Chicago Blackhawks. So all great teams, they're few far between. But you're you're right. It 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 could be anybody's. It could be anybody's. It really could. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. So I you, do think. My, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go, no. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say I. Just how weak the Western Conference is, I, the the Stanley Cup's definitely staying in the East. I can I can say that with 100% confidence. I agree. It's been, what, three straight years now that an Eastern team has won it? Two for the Penguins, yeah. one for the Caps. Um, yeah. All right, so who do you – first off, Toronto and Boston, right? That's going to be your first matchup. For, Boston's for got it in five. In Boston's five? got it in five. And five. We're gonna Toronto's gonna sneak one in there because <laughs> we let we just let in the the most Tootsie Roll Fruit Cup soft goals you could ever imagine. And it's just like the hockey gods are against the Bruins, and the hockey gods are for whatever team are playing the Bruins, and just some absolute muffins go in. So Toronto's gonna Toronto's gonna come out with one just like hard banging, you know, up against the wall the whole time game, and that's gonna be it. You you and do yeah. realize you do realize that six players on the Maple Leafs have 20-plus goals this season. Tavares, That's... Matthews, Marner, Hyman, uh, Riley, and Johnson. That's that's fine. But <laughs> okay. it's, tr- it's, it's, it's true that defense wins championships, and the Maple Leafs have been so shaky all year on defense. Yeah. So that's fair. That's, that's... that's going to be – and in the first round, they're going up against the highest-scoring line in the NHL mm-hmm. this season. So, 
you know, that's that's how it's going to go. We we're going to put Pasta, Marchand, and Bergeron, and they're just going to put pucks on net all night, and it's just a game of numbers, and you put enough pucks on net, and enough of them are going to go. Well, Pasternak himself, he has six goals and two assists versus the Leafs mm-hmm. this year in four games. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. I think one of them was a hat trick, too. Um, uh, maybe. I, th- I was at the Rangers game where he got his most recent one. Right, so. right. Um, what I find awesome about this, too, is this is – so this is the 50th anniversary of when Bobby Orr was knocked out by the uh, by the Maple Leafs with a nice little nasty elbow. It was 50 years mm-hmm. ago, kicked off the whole rivalry thing. That's so it. It's kind of fitting that they play each other in the playoffs this year. I'm um, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. So I like this is the I see this as more of a rivalry than Boston versus the Canadians. Yeah, I, I, yeah, okay. I could give you that. I think I'd be more excited for for a matchup like this. Um, so okay. So who do you have winning the Atlantic then? Um, <laughs> I hate I hate to say it. I think I think the Lightning are going to take it. I think obviously they're going to beat who are they playing the Blue Jackets. They've yeah. been. I mean, they're fifty fifty. If they played how they've been playing, they have a fighting chance. But I just you know. Kucherov is just going to do what he does. He's not even a human this season. So, I mean, they're going to win that. The Bruins are going to beat the Leafs, and then it's going to be the Bruins versus the Lightning. And I see that going to uh, uh, Game 7, but I think the Lightning are going to come out because they just they have a lot more offensive weapons. And, I mean, if you look at the games this season, they've all been close, but all you need is one, and those ones usually go the Lightning's way. Yeah. So, and then, obviously, the Caps are going to win their game. I have the Penguins winning their game, and then this is going to be the age-old, can the Penguins take out the Capitals in the second round? Um, the Penguins, <coughs> they've, been, they've been borderline all season, in my opinion, but they've, they've been finishing stronger, and I think um, just they've got enough experience and enough players on the team who have been to the playoffs and are used to the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I could see them going to a Game 7 against the Capitals, and I'm fingers crossed I hope they win. But I, that could go either way. I absolutely agree. I mean, I, I hate Washington. I hate Ovechkin. Although, yep. I'll give him credit, 50 goals for, for eight seasons. And that's one less mm-hmm. than, like, Gretzky and Mike Bossy. So, I'll give him credit for that. But, yep. uh, listen, I, I can't sit here and say the Penguins are the best team in the league. I, I really can't. But, yep. right now, they don't have Malkin. They don't have Latang. They'll be re- well-rested mm-hmm. for the playoffs. But it's almost like the stage is set for every single Penguins championship. Right, they yep. always beat Washington Absolutely. in the second round. The most yep. recent three, they've been at some point in the season, usually like January. They're not even in mm. the playoff hunt anymore, and then yep. they skyrocket back up. They have a great march. All yep. of those things are clicking into place right now for Pittsburgh. Kessel's Kessel's looking hot again, somewhat, mm-hmm. you know. But um, I, I think it's going to be hard, you know. So. It's going to be tough to get past the Caps. Uh, I think only one team, one team in the last 20 years has repeated a Stanley Cup champion, and it's yep. the Penguins two years ago. So the exactly. chance of lightning striking twice for, for Washington, I'm just not seeing it. I don't, you know, you win your very first <laughs> cup and then come back and do it back-to-back. I don't see it happening. Yeah. And I think it's all going to rest on the shoulders of not even Ovechkin. It's all going to be on Holtby because yeah. he's a very shaky goaltender. And once he lets one or two in, his confidence is shot, and then it's just, it's just, it's a shooting gallery at that point in time because just about anything you put on him is going to go in. Yeah. So the defense really has to keep the pucks away from Holtby. But now that Kempney's out, 
you know, that could really go against them in the first round. Because, I mean, you, you take enough shots on net all night. I mean, it takes some wear and tear on the body. Eventually, they're going to have to put in their backup goaltender. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they have as much confidence in, in him as they do with Holtby. So, yeah. Um, it just see it, it depends on how that first round goes against the, the Hurricanes, who are also a very 50 50 team. I mean, if they play like that storm surge team that we know they can be, there's a possibility they could beat the, 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 uh, the Capitals because they'll come in, they'll come in, but we're the Capitals, we're defending Stanley Cup champions, we're able to play the wild card, but the, the Hurricanes, they're going to come in hungry and they're going to mm-hmm. shock and all. I think you're going to so. see the same, the, the usual Capitals playoff script. You know, whether it's, mm-hmm. whether it's Columbus or the Hartford Whalers, who I call yeah. the Carolina Hurricanes because that's not a real team. Um, <laughs> whether it's it's one of those two teams. First off, Columbus beat Washington three out of four times this year. Um, even Absolutely. if they've never won a playoff series, I they, yep. they've had Washington's number all year. They Carolina's have. lost recently twice to them. Uh, but, you know, first Stanley Cup playoff appearance in like 10 years. So mm-hmm. I think one of those teams, they're young, they're hungry. They could make some noise against the Capitals. This whole division Absolutely. is is challenging. I mean, even Pittsburgh yep. and the Islanders. You know, the Islanders—they're another team that doesn't make it here very often. I mean, they've won no, playoff series win, one playoff series win in twenty five years, and that was against Florida two seasons ago. Before yep. that, their last win was against Pittsburgh in like nineteen ninety three. Yeah, so um, it's been a little bit for them. But they're playing. First off, their first round's being played in Uniondale, so they're at the old Coliseum again. So yeah, we get the old fans back, not whatever you're getting in Brooklyn. And absolutely, they have former Penguin Thomas Kunackle, who was there for two big Penguins runs, who's going to mm-hmm. be helping them out too. And in the past, that has hurt the Penguins when they're playing against a former teammate, especially those two yeah. two back to back seasons against the Rangers, where they were just absolutely murdered. Um, mm-hmm. who, was it, who was it that the Rangers had at that time? That was a big that was a big problem. And even even last year, Washington had Brooks Orpik, who who They've had him for the last few years, but he's been a big yeah. help in, in figuring out Pittsburgh's defense. So, um, but yeah, it could go it could go either way, Washington or Pittsburgh. It's kind mm-hmm. of a toss up there. So I think that'll be an interesting series because I think it'll be quite the Cinderella story to watch uh, the Capitals against the Penguins in the second round, but how the Penguins come out on top. <laughs> That's how it should be. At least. What's up? That's how it should be. At least. That's how it should be. <laughs> so. Okay. All right, so we got the Metro, we got the Atlantic. Now I'll admit I'm a little East Coast biased here, so I'm not as as uh, familiar with the West Coast teams as I probably should be. But mm-hmm. once again, in the Central, at least the Jets, this they are young and they are fast. I like watching I would, them play. I hate to say I would be surprised if they made it out of the first round. They've been when they make an appearance, they make a strong appearance, they play a good hard game. But if it's if they're if everyone on that team isn't clicking, I mean they're just they're that's done. So it doesn't matter who they're going to play; they'll fold. Yeah. I see. I absolutely see the Predators winning uh, that division. Really? So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they they didn't have the, the best season like they did a couple years ago when they made a run for the Cup. But I mean, they had they, they what they got. Subban, as long as he stays healthy and he plays his role out there, as long as Pekka can play as well as we know he can play in the net. I don't see anybody in their their division beating them. I mean, they're just they got experience. They've got they've got enough uh, veteran players on the team, and a combination of a veterans player and rookie players. They have the experience that can carry them through. So I just I, I don't see anybody in their division beating them. 
So my only problem with Nashville is Pecorine is thirty six years old. Yes, he's a great goaltender, but it's so rare that that an older goaltender wins it. And yes, you can speak from experience because Tim Thomas won it for the for the Bruins. Yep, but, I was gonna uh, say Timmy Thomas, he did it. <laughs> meanwhile, like the Jets, they had a great run last year. They made it to the, to yep. the conference finals. They got Dustin Bufflin's coming back. Patrick Lane, he's had he he's been kind of quiet the last few last few weeks. I think he started with. 24, 21 goals in the first 24 games, but then he mm-hmm. only had nine in the last 55. So he's ready for a big breakout, and this could be his absolutely. time. Absolutely. Yeah, he'll show up when you need him to show up. They absolutely have some offensive weapons, but like I said, this this year is really going to be the year where it's the, the defense that wins it for the team. What about St. Louis? Do you think they have a chance? I mean... No. <laughs> nope. They were, in, I, they were in dead last in January, and they could... I, they could threaten for for the top spot. They they could, but they won't. No, they they've won't. burned themselves out since January. I mean, the the quality of hockey that they've had to play. I mean, they've had to play playoff hockey yeah. since January, essentially, to even to even get this opportunity. That takes yeah. a toll on the players. You're gonna get tired. You're gonna get banged up out there. You're gonna. I mean, the teams are gonna say, "Hey, this is what they're coming with. Let's study the tape," and they're gonna know because, "Hey, this is what got St. Louis back to where they are." You don't mess with success, and if that's what they did, that got them where they are. They're probably going to continue on that trend. So I, I see them getting knocked out. I agree. I think Jordan Bennington, their their goalie, is probably getting pretty tired. Two time rookie of the month, the last two months, right? Absolutely. Playoff, the playoffs do favor rookie goalies. You know, Matt Murray, Patrick Roy, um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Hasek, uh, not Hasek, uh, Halak for for the Canadians yep. when he was a rookie. Um, but I, I, I agree. I think St. Louis, they're a good team. But they, you know, you want to find you want to find the teams that's really started clicking in like March and April than in Absolutely. January. Yes. So. So the teams that that kind of come together, like you said, that March April time frame, those people are like, hey, we got it together. We found a formula. We're still tweaking it a little bit, but we can carry this forward for another month. That can get us to the cup. Okay. So January, that's a long, that's a long time. Yeah. Uh, and then for- and then of course we got the West. So for the Pacific Division, I think Calgary is going to take it. They've been the superior team in that division all year. Uh, first round, we got the Golden Knights versus the San Jose Sharks. I think the Golden Knights are absolutely going to wall up San Jose. Really? So yeah, is just is, when is Flurry coming back? Because realistically, if he doesn't play, they're screwed. Because they've lost their last five see, games. I don't, even, I don't even think that. I think their backup goalie is doing a good enough job for them to survive. But just San Jose is so soft on defense. Mm-hmm. They are their defense is just have a really good offense. And but I mean, I, the Golden Knights have enough experience on the team and enough uh, offensive players where they can do, they can shove that right down San Jose's throat. Yeah. And once once you get San Jose backed up into a corner where they got to play catch up, they don't catch up. Yeah. So. The Golden Knights are just going to play on them, and that's going to be it. I agree. Their their offense is is phenomenal, but look at their look at their top defensive pairing, right? Brett Burns and Eric Carlson, yep. great offensive defensemen. But that's all they have. Exactly. That's, that's all they got. That's all they got. I mean, what? They're one of their best scorers on the team is uh, what, Joe Thornton. That he's a goddamn dinosaur at this point in is time. He Forty yet? So, Where is? How yeah. old is that guy? That's a guy. He's got, he's. Over forty, I know that because it's like Chara's the oldest, and then it's him by like two months. Oh, so, I didn't know it was that close. Okay, yeah, yeah it's I mean, yeah, they're really close. Cal- so. Calgary, I agree. Cal- I mean, Johnny Gaudreau, he's had such an unbelievable oh, season. 
and I hate I hate to say it. I I feel like this player should get more hate than Brad Marchand, but maybe I'm just a little biased. But what's his name? Uh, Tuchuk, Kachuk, how do we say his name? K- K- He's Kachuk. Just, it's Kachuk. So he just he makes dirty plays. And he knows I'm just gonna come out here. I'm gonna be a jerk on purpose, way more than Brad Marchand's a jerk. And look, I mean, what the uh, this is what a week or two ago where he purposely ran into the goalie after he got called for a goaltender interference call that he thought should have been a goal. So he goes, yeah. I'm just going to skate in about 20 miles an hour and back right into him. And that's and he just goes and does stuff like that. Yeah. But he's such an offensive weapon. It's just one of those. If he played for me, I would defend him like I defend Marshan, but he's not on my team. So I hate him. Okay. So that's fair. He's going to be under more people's skin, and I feel like he's going to be a big problem for everybody because when you're busy trying to keep him away from the net and away from your goaltender, you're going to be taking away one of your probably your best defenders. So, which is going to leave four other people on the ice open to do what they need to do, and he's just going to be a distraction. You know, whole play his role is a distraction. He's going to agitate and irritate people, mm-hmm. and that's going to take the focus away from trying to get the puck. And people, their people's emotions are going to run high, and. That's that's gonna be it. He's gonna be enough of a distraction, enough of a, a a playmaker where he's that's gonna give him the edge. So I agree. If they if they end up in a series against the Sharks in the second round, because that's most well, you you said Vegas most likely. Yeah, in uh, my I, opinion, I don't see that as well. But either way, I, I think whether it's Vegas or or San Jose, even though they play these guys what what yeah. uh, four times a year, you know, I, yeah. I just yeah, I I think Kachuk is uh, he's gonna be a difference maker for Calgary. Absolutely. I don't think Calgary. I just they're a great team. They're absolutely the best team in the Western Conference. There is no oh, absolutely easily. But that oh. I just I I don't see it for them. I mean, we saw nope. we saw an unbelievable team like Vegas, who nobody would have expected to to win first place to make it to the Stanley Cup Finals. We saw them do the unbelievable. I don't think we're going to see the same thing. Playoff experience means something, if nothing. It does. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I, I can see if anybody in the West is making it to the Stanley Cup, it's going to be or the finals anyways, it's going to be the Flames. I don't think that um, Nashville will be able to overcome the Flames. So I see the Flames going all the way, but I don't, I don't see them winning it. So unfortunately, it's, I think it's going to be Flames versus the Lightning or Flames versus the Capitals. In so. the finals, really? Yeah, that's, what I'm, I'm, that's what I think. <laughs> I think it's yeah, the Bru- As much as I want to root for the Bruins, they're <laughs> They're shaky on defense. I hate to say it. They're shaky on defense. I think it's so. more likely to be Jets, either Jets or Nashville, taking okay. on, taking on Tampa Bay. I just I don't see Washington. I unfortunately I don't see Pittsburgh, and I'm sorry, but I don't see the Bruins either. But it's, it's all right. You can't win them all, you know. Tampa Bay of all these teams, we've we've picked apart a lot of things that these teams are having problems with. Tampa Bay really doesn't. Have many problems. They, they really don't. I mean, 124 points this season, 60, 60 wins. They're doing something right, and they figured it out. So as long as Vasilevsky, Vasilevsky can you know, do what he's been doing all season, I mean, they're, they're what, first and second line are just finding a way to score points. Even their defensemen are finding ways to score points. So they just got to keep doing what they're doing. All in all, I'd but, love to see a Penguins brew in the series. That would be That would be a lot more fun, as long as it's not a repeat of last time. Yeah, <laughs> that oh, was but, that was not fun for me at all. It was fun for me. I had a great time. <laughs> all right, so Brendan, before we finish up, there's a really important event that's that's happening in in about a week, and I have to know okay. where you, where you stand on this. Who is going to sit on the Iron Throne at the end of Game of Thrones? <laughs> <laughs> 
So based on everything that I've been reading, because you know, I got I got to do the research, and what everyone's been saying, they say it's going to be bittersweet. So I I do think I want I want to say Jon Snow. I want to say I want to say him. My prediction is he's going to have to kill Daenerys because he's going to be what the, the prince who was promised, and that's what's going to make it bittersweet. So. I don't know. I it's, so I, I find this funny, but there are actually Vegas odds for who ends up on the Game really? of Thrones, and the and the highest odds go to Bran Stark. Really? And I have no idea why, and it's driving me nuts. I was watching something else, and somebody said, "I hope Bran is the one who ends up sitting on the Iron Throne." I was like, I didn't even consider him. <laughs> but like, how is he going to get there? But also, just the way that the books have been going, I'd be like, "Yeah, that's absolutely possible." It, that's just it. Is anything can happen. So it yeah. very well could go hit. I, I don't know. I don't know. There's that. I mean, there's also the possibility the White Walkers come down and murder everyone in the Night King sets on the Iron Throne. Like, that is an equal possibility to anything else that could happen in that. In a part that of me just wants that to happen, but mostly because I'd love to see the nerd rage that happens from, from all the fans that flip out by that ending. Oh, maybe. It would be worse than the uh, the rage uh, with how, how I thought your mother ended. Ten I, times worse. What I really hope happens, though is that as soon as, like, the credits roll, it ends with a shot of George R.R. R. Martin sitting on his couch saying, so that's how it ends. And then that would be the next book. <laughs> that would be great. That I would actually be great. stole that from Jimmy Kimmel, but you don't tell that's him. All right. <laughs> our secret. <laughs> all right. Well, let's see what happens. Um, Stanley Cup playoffs starting this week. I'm pumped. Yep. I hope you're pumped. And, I'm uh, excited. I can't wait to prove you wrong. <laughs> not the first time, not the last time. That's fair. All right, buddy. Thanks for joining us. Good luck, man. Talk to you later. And with that, we're going to take a commercial break one more time. When we come back, we'll recap you on all the baseball fun that occurred over this weekend. Excuse me. Hiccups. Let me go take care of these hiccups. When we come back, baseball. Sports, sports, sports. We will be right back, back, back. Hello friends, has this ever happened to you? You're walking down the street, you're super hungry, and you go to reach for a licorice stick and ah, you don't have one. Well, now that's no longer a problem with the licorice machine. That's right, this nifty 40-pound backpack straps straight to your back with a tube that connects directly to your mouth. Anytime you're hungry, just suck that delicious licorice right out of the tube. You suck it right up in your mouth and you enjoy the spoils of that. Alright, that's a pretty bad advertisement. But you know what would work better here? Something of your own design. Do you have an ad? Something you're trying to sell? Maybe just a happy message to share with my fans? Well, this is your chance. Email me, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Here's the 01. This is going to be a tough play. Bryant, the Cubs win the World Series. Bryant makes the play. It's over. And the Cubs have finally won it all. Let's talk a little ML. B, the baseball has returned, and uh, it's been a fun week so far. Indians, they get a clean sweep of the Blue Jays in four games. Mike Clevenger 
hasn't allowed a run in 12 innings over his first two starts. He struck out 22 so far this season. Tigers, they have a sweep as well over the Royals. That's their fifth win in a row. Mets fall in two of three games to the Nationals. New York led up 12 walks during Sunday's games. Game up. Dodgers beat the Rockies this weekend as Colorado loses Tyler Anderson to the DL. Uh, Marlins, they lose to the Braves in two or three games. Danby Swanson, he was the hero for Atlanta, hitting a game-winning single on a five-man infield during the ninth today. Uh, Yankees, they sweep the Orioles this weekend uh, with the Baby Bombers going yard. Two homers for Judge, three for the Kraken, Gary Sanchez. And Chris Davis of the Orioles is 0 for 44 this season. Really earning that contract, aren't you there, Chris? Brewers, they win two games over the Cubs, even with back-to-back double-digit games by Chicago. Cardinals, they fall in the Padres this weekend. Phillies win two of three over the Twins. Rays looking dangerous, winning two of three over the Giants. Kevin Cash, he moved Adam Korolek from the mound to first base, then back to the mound to face two more batters in an interesting display of on-field manipulation. Astros, they sweep the A's. Altuve, he won Sunday's game on a walk-off walk. That's right. He was walked with the bases loaded to win the game for the Astros. Angels, they win 3-4 versus the Rangers. Mike Trout, had a home run in each of those games. Diamondbacks, they do a huge favor for the Boston haters of the world, winning 2-3 of three for the Red Sox, over the Red Sox. So Diamondbacks win there. Uh, Mariners, they got 2 over the White Sox. And, of course, the Pirates, they swept the Reds in four games. Big story here, though, is the brawl that ensued today between the two teams. Derek Dietrich, he sent a home run out of the park and into this river. And instead of rounding the bases, he just kind of hung out in the batter's box and Watch that ball soar. Now, of course, that ticked off the Pirates. The next batter up, he was hit by a nice little pitch. And the bases went, the benches went wild. Both teams going at it, at it. And, of course, who's in the thick of it but Yasiel Puig. Come on, right? All right, let's look at the standings. And here are the MLB standings. In the East, the Tampa Bay Rays are ahead 7-2-3. The Yankees, they're up there 5-4. They started off the week not looking too great, but... Winning their last three over Baltimore really helped. Baltimore, of course, losing their last four games there in third. Red Sox in fourth. And the Toronto Blue Jays rocking out at fifth with four straight losses themselves. In the central, you have the Tigers ahead, seven to three. That's kind of a shocker. Indians five, uh, Indians six and three. They've won their four of their last. Oh boy. They won their last four games, six of their last three. Twins, White Sox, well, Twins have a winning record. They're up there as well. And then you got the White Sox and the Royals. They're uh, they're playing for last. Uh, moving on to the West, the Mariners. They're up nine and two. Uh, the Rangers five and five. Astros five and five. Surprise there, although Astros started off slow last season too, and then really picked it up. The A's are six and seven, and then you have the L.A. The Angels. They're at four and six at the bottom. Moving into the National League now. The Philadelphia Phillies, they're up there at 6-2, followed by the Mets at 6-3. The Braves and the Nationals, not looking as great right now. Uh, and then you have the Marlins at 3-7. and seven. Uh, In the Central, the Brewers are on top. They're looking really good, 8-2. Pirates are 5-3. Uh, Cardinals, they're 4-5. Cubbies are 2-7. and seven. Woof. And the Reds, they're at 1-8. That's not surprising one bit. And then in the West, you have the Dodgers. They're up 7-2. The Padres being led by Manny Machado, 6-4. Diamondbacks, 5-5. Colorado Rockies, 3-6. And and the Giants at 3-7. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is all the time we have on the show today. 
Let's give out some special thanks, of course, to Johanna, Johanna Drago. She's the content designer, logo designer, and she's also the um, uh, so, oh, set designer for this podcast. She's also my wife, so thank you, Hannah, as usual. Uh, the music for this show is Song Gold, Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward. A link to his website can be found in the show notes. <laughs> Special thanks to ESPN.com for letting us use their graphics. And, of course, CBS Sports and uh, NHL Network and, and all the um, all the clips we use, actually, for the show are credited uh, on the on the thing. So thank you for to all the networks that allow us to use their clips. Um, if you liked what you heard, find us. SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, or the Facebook. Just type in Sports 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 with Nick Drago or Sports 3X Podcast. You can also email me, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. And there's a lot of horsepower in that Gmail. Did that make sense? If not, totally cool. Sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Email us. You can also Twitter. You can you can tweet us. You can like, comment, share, tell your friends, do a little backflip, climb the climb El Capitan maybe all the way to the top and play a big flag that says hey did you watch sports 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 if not you totally should because you should be watching more sports 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 tell your 208 friends that's the number of views we had in our last video tell those 208 friends that they should also be watching it so we can get our numbers to 4012 I'm 416 I don't know math apparently our right, friends well whew. thanks for sticking with us I am going to go do every single NHL superstition in the book to make sure that my beloved Pittsburgh Penguins end up beating the Islanders in the first round. So uh, with that, thank you for joining, and uh, have a good week. I'll see you next week.